The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanGarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations all across this state. For the one close to you, uh, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com, part of the USA Today Network, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. Uh, He joins us each and every week to talk about what happened in the last Lions game and look ahead. So we'll get to the salty end of the Vikings debacle in Minneapolis and look ahead to a Seattle team that still has some weapons, but the Lions are only a four and a half point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app at home. And don't forget on Sunday, uh, 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. till noon, give or take, uh, I'll be at Tin Roof, your game day headquarters in downtown Detroit, uh, just across the street from Comerica, block from Ford Field, bands, DJs, food, and all of your favorite adult and non-adult beverages. Uh, that happens this Sunday at Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. And let's welcome in uh, Jeff Risden. And Jeff, we talked last week about how that game in Minneapolis was going to tell us whether or not they're contenders or pretenders had a win on the road against the Vikings would send a message that they're in this NFC North race. They did everything you wanted from an NFL team except close the deal. And that's the frustrating part of it. And, and for those of you who are watching along the, the closed circuit television there, I was nodding along the whole time while Bill was, was rallying that off. They did a lot of really good things. It was a game that they needed to show that they could win to get, be taken seriously as a legitimate NFC playoff contender. And guess what? They're not. They're not yet. They're not there yet. That's what that game showed me. Uh, they still need to learn how to close games out. Uh, specifically, head coach Dan Campbell needs to learn to close games out. But also the execution from from players across the board. Um, last year we talked a lot about this team having a margin for error that was really, really small. Like they, they had to thread the needle right through the, 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 a very small eye. This year, that eye is a lot bigger, but there's, it's still not where it is for Minnesota or some of the other good teams that you see around the league. They still have to do things pretty close to very well and, and not make the mistakes 
and they or, or else they're not going to win. And you saw that they they were very close. They did a lot of things well, but they didn't do enough things well enough long enough in that game. And that's that's the frustrating part because again at fourteen zero. And and they looked good on both sides of the ball at that point. We're thinking, you know, maybe, maybe we got something here. And we've seen that in all three games this year, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, early on against Philly, and then all of a sudden the DBs are playing 15 yards off receivers like you're up 21 late in the game. 22 nothing at halftime against the Commanders, and they back off on offense and defense. And Carson Wentz and Washington, they get back in it, but they they responded. Uh, they weren't the same old Lions. This game in Minneapolis, you know, I was at a huge house party with Joe Knopf on the south side of Grand Rapids in Caledonia with our flagship station, 96 won the game. We were all in shock on how well prepared they looked, how how good golf was playing. That I'm, yeah. This is the team we've dreamed of. That's exactly what we wanted. I, I thought it was done. I really did. When Minnesota turned it over on downs, I thought the game was over, and now what I can't get past, Jeff, is that that loss doesn't end the season or uh, the great job Holmes and Campbell have done, but that loss had better be a wake-up call to Campbell, Holmes, the entire organization, that you need a system, that now you're in a position to win games or get leads in games you can't go into a shell. You can't get ultra conservative. You're not good enough yet to say, you know what? Uh, we can toy with you. You have got to finish uh, until the end in terms of your game plan and what you're doing. And when you do get somebody with no timeouts or they do turn it over on downs late going for it to stay in the game, you have got to have analytics in an analytic driven sports world, NFL. NBA, Major League Baseball, there has to be something that tells you what to do. And the analytics were kind of even that I saw, kick a field goal, go for it, punt. But to me, what I can't get over, Jeff, is that, and we talked about this before the hour, that field goal wouldn't have put the game away. It was pointless. I, I, I still I don't know how an NFL head coach, a guy who has played football all his life in Dan Campbell, how you could make that decision? You go for it and you miss it, and you're they come up short with the chains, and you're you, as a half a yard. You're like, damn! But you know what? They went for it. That that tells that tells the offensive players, hey man, I've got faith in you. When you're when you're Dan Campbell, and you have to cho- choose in that game between having faith in your offense or faith in your defense, you choose offense. You don't choose defense. And by kicking the field goal, even if it was good, it wouldn't have mattered. Minnesota scored a touchdown in 33 seconds. They just they went down the field like a hot knife through butter. Where, 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 where was keeping everything in front of you? Okay, I, I'm not a big fan of prevent defense, Jeff, but when you know a touchdown can beat you and a field goal at least will give you a shot in OT, how do you not have safeties deep and say we're keeping everything in front of us, especially with the team with no timeout? It was uh, – it was – for me, um, I actually came away as, I don't want to say angry because that's not the word, but probably disappointed in Aaron Glenn as a defensive coordinator as I was in Dan Campbell. Because, he, look, they lost Tracy Walker, the, their best safety, um, the, the ringleader of that, that defense. Uh, and that was a big loss. But, you know, you go in, Juju Hughes, he actually played pretty well. Um, for being Juju Hughes, he played very well. But you got to understand what you're doing with and, and the, the way that the game had gone. 
Amani Oruwaye was a penalty machine. He had a rough day. Having said that, Amani was better than Mike Hughes was in that game. Mike Hughes in the slot was just abused all day. And and I, I said this on Twitter during the game. I'm like, you know, Amani Oruwaye is having a really rotten day. But at least he's close enough to touch the receiver. Mike Hughes, you don't even know that he's in the picture on him. Like, he was lost. How do you man. let him get into single coverage with Osborne with the game on the you line? You can't do that. How do you do that? You, you can't do that. But you got to trust that Jeff Okuda is going to keep locking down Justin Jefferson. And he did. And you can move your safety away from over-the-top help there and have him help somewhere else because Kirk, we know Kirk Cousins. You know who Kirk Cousins is. When he's dissuaded from it, like, oh, that's not working, I'm not going to go there. That, that, was a, that, was a, that was a poor adjustment by Glenn. You know, Campbell's taking a lot of heat for the field goal call, but uh, and you had a great point there. Aaron Glenn hasn't been singled out for his horrific uh, game planning, play calling on defense there at the end. You, you talked about how they get they get soft, and, and one of the reasons that, that Jeff Okuda was so effective, um, and I pointed this out to you on Twitter during the game, was how well that Jeff Okuda was getting into Justin Jefferson before he made his release on his breaks. That disrupts the timing. It disrupts the flow. It doesn't let him get momentum going down the field. It worked. And Oruwariye on the other side, he got a little grabby. Um, didn't know when to back off of it on on Adam Thielen. But by and large, he was controlling that too. But Mike Hughes in the slot, like, A, he's, he's a finesse player. He's not a physical player. So that, that's a stylistic thing. But when you can't and, – and it's, it's crazy because he ran a 4-3 at the combine. I was there. He's slow. <laughs> like I don't. I don't. He doesn't. That doesn't translate to his play at all. Um, and so when you when you play everybody off, all of a sudden now there's that much more space. I, I don't get that. You, you've got to keep going at it. Um, I do think that that Glenn has dialed up some good blitz calls. I thought Alex Anzalone's sack was a great call. Uh, and they they did miss John Kaminsky. Uh, Dan Campbell talked about it in the press conference. The, the days all bleed together. I don't remember which day it was. But he talked about how Kaminsky is the guy who sets up. The little the stunts, the twists, the the asynchronous rushes where you know one guy goes and, and then the next guy pauses a second and then goes and attacks. Kaminsky's fantastic at that, and they missed that, uh, and they're probably going to miss that this week. It doesn't sound like he's going to be able to play with his uh, he had wrist surgery, uh, but the you you, you got to find ways to adapt, and I don't think that Aaron Glenn has done a very good job of that, especially when when playing with a lead, you know, and and you remember Aaron Glenn as a player. I remember. He was aggressive as hell, man. Like he was in your face, daring you to beat him. And that's not the way he is as a coordinator. That's frustrating. Seeing that you lose if you give up a touchdown, you keep them in front of you with no timeouts. You hope that they have to attempt a long field goal. They have to hit it just to get the OT. Touchdown wins. And remember, their field goal kicker was 0 for 2 on the day. Well, and. And the Lions are rolling out a kicker who's going to try his career long. Yeah, after he'd missed from shorter than that. Oh, that God, was, yeah. don't even. I, I think I'm getting sweaty thinking about that. <laughs> and I'm not eating mom's spaghetti. I'm not going to bust out a Eminem song. I, I that that loss. That was, that was a rough. Could you imagine man. what this week would have been like rolling into Seattle Sunday in Detroit? Just if they're two and one, the Bears are two and one. Yeah, the Bears are two and one. Bears could be three and one, which is crazy to mm. me. The the one of the Bears or the Giants is going to be three and one. I guarantee you, nobody had that. No, and, <laughs> they're playing each other this weekend. And I'll give the Packers defense a lot of credit. Uh, they showed up in Tampa. 
They, they really fig- did. They, they figured it out. They figured out what was going but wrong. Their offense there. still doesn't look like their defense was fantastic. Aaron Rodgers dead last in the league in air yards per attempt. That's called no receivers. Absolutely. Or and, no, no faith in their receivers. And one thing about Tampa, that uh, not a warning sign, but maybe just a warning light. There's something missing with that offense. Yeah, they were without three receivers last night. I know. Brady can't throw to himself, even though he looked into it. If he would have eaten two more bushels of kale, he could have thrown the ball up in the air and caught it to him or threw it to himself. That could happen. I've heard that about that kale. He's 45. Reportedly, him and Giselle are living in, they're hunkering down in Miami away from the hurricane with their kids, but living in separate locations. That's a boss move, man. You get you get you get the supermodel wife, and you don't have to live with her. That's I, I, I don't I don't know if that's a boss move or uh, you're counting down until the end of it. Well, right? yeah, there's that. Yeah, but he's Tom Brady, like we said last week. He's well, going to be okay. Life's good if you're he's Tom Brady. Be okay. Well, uh, the huge pity party for Tom Brady will be at Tin Roof Sunday before the Lions Seahawks game. Things have a way of working out pretty well yeah, for TB12. Yeah. yeah. By the way, speaking of Lions Seahawks. Lions on the DraftKings Sportsbook have big board. They they seem like an easy pick at minus four and a half. They really do. Uh, they're 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 actually higher than that. They're five and a half at some books. I mean, it's look, it's the most they've been favored by since twenty sixteen. That's that tells you right six there. years. Yeah, that that tells you right there where Seattle is because I think we have a pretty good idea of what Detroit is. They're talented but young. Mistake prone, still learning how to win, uh, and the fact that they're picked to beat Seattle that emphatically. Uh, and and by the way, if you if you are one of the people who plays the uh, the Survivor Fantasy Pool, the Lions are the second most popular pick this week, which is insane to me. Um, uh, now, granted, you can only use a team once. This is probably a great week to use Detroit. Although I would say that if you can hold off another week, next week in New England. That team with Brian Hoyer, who has lost his last 17 NFL starts as their quarterback, running Matt Patricia's offense. Yeah, I want that one. <laughs> yeah, Matt Patricia calling the plays. Well, we'll talk about that matchup to get to Seattle coming up. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. He's joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So I, I want to go back and, and put a lid on Minnesota that, you know, Campbell owned it right after the game. Everyone, a couple days of, you know, why, why, why? And you look at this team, and again, I called 9-8, and eight, upgraded to 10-7, and seven, I think, uh, last week. They still can hit that number. The schedule looks ultra-friendly to a point. And you, you get Miami and Buffalo in Detroit. And two of the better teams right now, you could argue and say Miami, Buffalo, and Philly are the three best teams in pro football, and you're getting all three by the luck of the draw at home in the Motor City. Helps right? out, doesn't it? Yeah. And who knows what's going to be going on with Miami. Miami is 3-0, and probably going to be 4-0, and but they're they're perilous, man. But, they hey, they kicked the Bills' butt. That was, that was an intriguing win, to say the least. Yeah, there's like – and that's the frustrating part is because – and I think that's why I've been edgy this week. I think that's why a lot of people have been edgy because the opportunity was there for the Lions. Okay, we understand now that, that Philadelphia, okay, we lost by a field goal to the best team in the league so far. Like, there, there's no shame in that. 
There is shame in, in blowing a ten point fourth quarter lead mm. against Minnesota. And Minnesota's good. Like I don't want to. I don't want to poo poo the Vikings. The Vikings. There are a lot of Vikings fans, especially on the west side of the state. Here, you know, they're good, but they're beatable. And the Lions. These are the games that are a good measuring stick to where the Lions are at, and they are not where we need them to be just yet. Where we want them to be. I got to finish. Got to finish. You games. have to finish, and that's. You know, this is a game coming up this weekend. They should have a lead. I want to see them finish it, and I want to see them finish it the way they did Washington. You know, okay, you're good. It's like like in basketball, every team makes a run. How do you withstand the run? Can you come back and, and hit a couple of three point daggers? You know, can you turn your defense up and slow them down, turn the momentum back? Um, in football, you do that with special teams. You do that with by grinding out a ten play, ninety yard drive where Jamal Williams runs for seventy yards and you score and you end the game. That's the kind of thing that they need to do. They did that in Washington, or he did that in Detroit against Washington, and I, I was really shocked. I, I, I thought they were going to try and draw them off at first, right? Yeah. yeah. You had the timeouts, you mentioned, and and then think about it, right? Call timeout, think about what we're going to do. Let them see the kicker. Let them see all these different scenarios. Minnesota staff is thinking, what are they going to do? How are we going to respond? And when they, when they lined up for the field goal was the first time in the game I said, "What are they doing?" That was that was frustrating. There was there now there was a lot of consternation about snapping the ball early on the drive before that, where they were snapping the ball with 10, 12 seconds on the play clock, uh, and when they should have been bleeding the clock. And there's a fine line there. And, and uh, uh, go, I'll make this quick. Dan Campbell talked about this in his press conference, and it, he said that I don't want my linemen standing up there for twenty seconds doing nothing. And I will go back. I had a conver- I talked to Joe Thomas, uh, future Hall of Fame. He will be in the Hall of Fame uh, this year. Former Browns legend. Uh, best off. Be- by the way, the best, uh, the highest rated player I've ever scouted when he came out of Wisconsin. Still the the number one player I've ever scouted, and I got that one right. But he talked about that. I asked him about that uh, two or three years ago. I said, "What's it like? You know, when you get up there and you take your formation at twenty two seconds." And you got to sit there in your stance until like two, three seconds. He's like, "It's hell, man. It's awful. I would much rather go quickly." So I don't want to. I don't want to say that Dan Campbell made the right decision there, but I will tell you, his offensive linemen they wanted that. They want that. They don't. They they hate sitting up there that long. I, I like milking the clock when you're in that uh, three minute range and there's no uh, no timeouts or yeah. the other team has a few, and you milk it. I'm yeah. not into milking the clock when there's seven, eight minutes left in the game. And, and that's what you do. You, you know, you, that's too early. You take a long huddle. You do some motion or something just so your guys don't have to. But be late up there in the long. game, yeah. you do run it down and snap. Yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. You don't. It's the that that time frame from like eight minutes to two minutes. The lines have been bad there uh, all year, and and were last year too. Quite frankly, that's. Well, that's, remember the fourth. Uh, well, go back to last year. You got the. The timeout where they let Baltimore reset. You got the fourth and one in yep. L.A. and the Stafford game. That's, some, that's that's an area where Dan Campbell has to get better. But, but is should, the clock management. And, and you should have gotten better during the offseason, yeah. knowing that, and had somebody. You have Mark Burdell on your staff working with the quarterbacks, who was a quarterback in the league. Uh, tell me he doesn't know about two-minute drills if you need it or how to milk the clock if you're up. Yeah, and I think that is a conversation between Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson that needs to happen that and Brunel, if he's involved in it, even better. Where they can say, "Hey, Dan, I know you. I know you know what you think you're going to do here. 
But maybe maybe let's let's take a time out of our own and just think this over. Think about what's why are you kicking the field goal? Because you want three three points are inconsequential. You need time or you need distance, one or the other. Like make them go ninety yard. You got you got the one of the best punters in the league. You got a fantastic kick coverage and point coverage this year, but phenomenal. Let let Jack Fox boom it up in the air, pin him at the five, and see what you can do. And if it goes in the end zone, it's at the twenty. Right. You're at the forty four um, by missing the field goal. It's twenty four yep. less yards with no timeouts. Minnesota would have been lucky to get in field goal range yep. if not having to throw a hail and mary. Keep in mind what's right? on the other side of the ball. You've got a rookie head coach, defensive minded head coach on the other side. You think he's been through that situation before? Let's see if he can handle that. No, they they made it too easy on that one. That's that that was very frustrating. He had all offseason, yet all week. Uh, to me, uh, learning how to win. And I'll say this, uh, whether it's my son's high school team that's young and they lost a tough game to Grand Rapids Catholic Central, that you have to learn how to win. High school, college, pro, yep. I'll even take it down to youth football. There is an element that if you've been on bad teams and you haven't been part of a winning culture, that learning how to win on on the field, off the field, I think is the biggest hurdle to get over. 100%. Totally agree with you on that. I've seen it with my own kids. seen it in my personal Yeah, if your kids time. are on a bad team, you, yeah. get, you're, you get the, you're not used to winning. Yep. I've been there. Right, we've all been there. <laughs> yep. Either as players, as parents, at all levels. I'm not comparing us to NFL players, but I think learning how to win is is. You know, it only comes from experience. It does. I for right? years, for years and years, I played beach volleyball, and I was. Were you I, any good? I was good. I lost. Did you ever cut yourself on those pop tops on in the sand? I did not. <laughs> I did not. But uh, I lost in the semifinals one year. I'm um, going back a ways before I. You're not going to say the Karch Karai, did you? God no, no, okay. no, no. But I lost in the semifinals to the team that won the finals like six weekends in a row. Last tournament of the year, we played in Lansing at the, the, the I forget the name of the park there, uh, right by the fire station. And we got... Fire station park? It, it might be. Who knows? <laughs> we, we, got, we, we got that monkey off our backs, and we wound up winning. The next year, me and my partner kept the same partner. Hi, Eldie. See you out there. Uh, we won three or four tournaments the next year, and you know we're, we're much better. And, and it was because we had the confidence from win- like we finally did it. Like we finally got. Once you get it, it's there, and you know that you, your, your kids know that. Like well, it just takes that one time, man. It's not even kids. It's Peyton Manning and the shrugged shoulders because he couldn't get by Brady. And when he finally won that Super Bowl, he was a different man, well, remember, person. Remember how it was he couldn't after that. He, he couldn't win it against Florida either. And and or yeah, that he was, had he had the shoulders. Everyone's like he's not a big game QB, yeah, right? Yep. Took just took one. Then then look what happened. <laughs> Eli went through the same thing, and then he's winning Super Bowls. Uh, you you can go down the list learning how to win. Some coach should write a book called Learning How to Win. Me and you should write a book Learning How to Win in Radio. Learning how to win at lionswire.com. Learning how to win with Detroit Lions podcast. Learning how to win with Superfly Hayes. There, there's a lot there. Man. All right, so we're going to talk more uh, about the Lions. Look ahead to the matchup with the Seahawks. The injury uh, list may be a 20-minute conversation uh, coming up. Jeff Risden in studio from the lionswire.com. Follow him on Twitter at... Uh, J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. Also, search 
Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. And if you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And when you're watching the Lions this year and you're 21 and up, make sure you enjoy a nice cold Bud Light. And a shout-out to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. To the callers online, we'll get to your huge opinions next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's a fact. Some vehicles just work harder than others. That's why Dorman offers not one, not two, but three lines of chassis parts designed specifically for your situation. From control arms to bushings, from sway bars to tie rods, Dorman chassis parts are high-performance, corrosion-resistant, and guaranteed to provide long service life. That's Dorman chassis parts, available at your neighborhood Auto Value Auto Parts stores. Thanks again for shopping locally. Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra. The perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. We always originate from the Auto Valley Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. 
Uh, inside this hour, more conversation with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network. And he's a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can find that on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, we've been talking about the Lions' tough loss at Minnesota. They got Seattle Sunday in downtown Detroit. Don't forget about my huge DraftKings pregame bash at Tin Roof, your game day headquarters in downtown Detroit. I'll be there Sunday, probably around 10 a.m. till noon at 9.30, 10 a.m. It depends on traffic and uh, getting parked. But we're there uh, for the first four Lions home games. Tin Roof, DJs, bands, food, all the beverages uh, before every Lions game, before every Tigers game, before every Wings game, Pistons game, your downtown game day headquarters. So I'll be there. Are you going to the game on Sunday? I am not. So you can watch it on TV. And you can a lot easier DVR. for me to work from home. It really it is. is. You can yeah. DVR things. You can go back. You got. I, I tell everybody the game day experience I like because it gives me a feel and I hear fans. I've always said this in my nearly 31 years of doing a talk show. I, I go sit in stands, not press boxes, because I want to feel what the fans are thinking and saying. Right? It's a smart way to do it. When I go to college football games, I do get media credentials. If I I will occasionally be in the press box, but most of the time I'm like, hey, can I go can I go stand in the end zone? And some Western's great about it, Central's been good about that. Eastern Eastern's just happy to have anybody there at all. Um Notre Dame not so much, but you know, Michigan has let me stand in the in the end zone before. I I love that, man, because you, you do feel it that way. I also like I'm an all 22 junkie. I like being in the end. I like that end zone view where I can see all 11 players, you know, from behind. I, I, I that that's the way to watch the game, man. Always sit in the end zone. Always should be interesting Sunday. Lions four and a half point favorite on the DraftKings sportsbook app. Big board over uh, the Seahawks. They just can't lose Sunday. That that's one. You cannot thing. lose to the no, Seattle. Team. You can't do that. They're you, bad. You want to kill all your mojo from the off season, and you're the Lions. Go blow that game Sunday against Seattle. I don't even want to have that conversation <laughs> next well, week. You know, I happens. know. That, so I, I want to see them just get after it. And, you know, and add New England, which we talked about now with Mac Jones uh, being hurt and Belichick and Patricia calling plays. That's another game you can't lose, right? That There's like you can you can sell to people. OK, we lost at New England. Like there's still some mystique there. This Seattle team's that's a bad football team. I, I know they have a win, but they're not they're not really good at anything. Um that doesn't mean that they're not dangerous. They do have look, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, those guys can ball. Uh they and they, Will Disley and and uh what's his name at tight end? George Fant. Like they have receiving talent. Like they're gonna they're gonna and that's attacking the weak point of the Lions right now, that that secondary. So it's it's not a gimme, but you got you've got to, like their offensive line isn't good. Geno Smith does not move at all. He gets the shotgun snap and he stands there flat footed and tries to throw it. He I, I was looking it up, I'm doing some research for the the game preview. He's scrambled twice this year. He has scrambled thirteen times less than Jared Goff. Jared Goff not exactly nimble deer like athlete out there. He's got a lot more of that going on than, than what Geno Smith does. Geno Smith is a straight pocket passer. If you can collapse the pocket from the inside, that guy is screwed. So this is a game where you, you turn Aleem McNeil loose. Hopefully Michael Brockers shows up and plays better than he has so far this year. It's a great game for Aiden Hutchinson to work inside, um, work inside out. Have put Hutchinson in 
on the inside. Put Julian O'Quara in the game. Bring it. Like their offensive line can't handle that. It's a, it's a game that sets up, other than the, the, the matchup of their receiving talent against the Lions' coverage, every other matchup favors the Lions. And that, that you've got to take advantage of that. At home, in the situation you're in, if, if they lose this one, it's, it's not going to be great. Off the Vikings' loss? No. Yeah, yeah. It will be ugly. Yeah, that, 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 and that's really where, ugly. And that is where Dan would start to maybe lose players because, like, well, okay, God, we're, you know, we're, you've. Should have won the last two. Yeah, yeah. He started to do that math. Yeah. One, one of the things that Sean do. Payton said after they, they beat Washington was like, you got to get that sweetness of that victory to keep the players from, keep them buying in, keep them like, yeah, we're, we're good here. If you lose this one after what, the way that the last one was lost, I'm not going to say that the, you know the, the, the sky is falling for Dan Campbell, but it's going to be harder for the players to buy into what he's selling if, they, if they're losing that type of game. As long as it's not based on effort, and if it would be coaching or game planning, and that's where the learning this week, uh, how to win what we talked about earlier, and then the reality, away from Campbell, away from whether it's Geno Smith or Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the ball, you have a massive injury problem right now for the Lions on both sides of the ball. Oh, it's brutal. Uh, we still don't know who's who else is going to be playing this Sunday. It, it, DeAndre Swift, if he's on your fantasy team, put him on your bench. He, he's... He's going to be on the doubtful side of doubtful if he's not ruled out at all. Uh, so that that's just not one that you want to deal with. Uh, it does sound like they are getting like TJ um, Hawkinson came back to practice this week. Frank Ragnow's out there um, doing his thing. Uh, doesn't look good for Jonah Jackson. We'll see. But uh, there Wednesday's practice, ten starters weren't practicing because of injuries. Uh, they got they got a few of them back. You Thursday. have twenty two starters, by the way, yeah. for those of you wanting NFL math. Yeah, I, I I'm not good at the the football math there, but ten out of twenty two that that's a lot. <laughs> that's a big percentage, <laughs> more than what you is want. that forty the forty some percent, Pro- probably right? something like that. Yeah, you can't win in the NFL of that many. I, I'm not saying all ten are going to be out. No, and and it's going to be like Swift should be out, but like I'm on Ross St. Brown set out. He's going to be. He'll play. Is Hutch is, is Hutch fine? Hutch, Hutchinson will play. Uh, yeah, what was it? A quad bruise or he, thigh? He's got a very deep thigh bruise. Uh, he showed it off to reporters after the game. Was it ugly? I, I, I'll take their word for it that it was. He's he was definitely hindered by it. Uh, it's. Uh, but he sucked it up and he still played. He and played, he, would, he, he would tap out on some rushing situations. Yeah, he against not, the Vikings because he did not play well. Um, I will say again. I'm going to give Brian O'Neill the the Vikings right tackle. That guy balled out. And by the way, he is the number one rated pass protecting tackle in football right now. Some of that's at at Hutchinson's expense, obviously, but uh, guy's pretty good. Uh, and he shut Hutchinson down. Uh, this is a week. Uh, Seattle's tackles they're actually better than they have been in the past, but they're still not an asset. Like they they, they they're so vulnerable to this. If the line, if Aaron Glenn can dial up the pressures, and you know Hutch, Hutch can win, uh, Charles Harris, who did play pretty well against Minnesota, needed to, needed to finish a little bit better, but he did create some pressure. They, they've got to impact this game on the front, and if they do, I, I'm pretty comfortable that they're going to get an interception or two. The way Hank Fraley has reworked his offensive line and how good they've been three games in is phenomenal. Obviously, the strength of this team, we talked about it all all season, Jeff, is the offense. Yep. What Dan Campbell and his staff need to understand that we're not going to rely on the defense to win games for us. We got to keep it on 
uh, the floor, and I'm talking the pedal. I yeah. can use every sports cliche yep. and keep it going. You watch that in the Washington game. You yep. try and back off, boom, seven-point game, you pulled away. Yep, you, you went back out and you attacked. They should have been attacking the whole time in Minnesota. Make 10, 17-point lead, and you don't have to worry about whether you kick a field goal or go for it. Yeah, and they, there were plays that were there. They had Jared Goff, had Josh Reynolds with two steps on his guy down the right sideline. He lost in the sun. I that that was tough because that was the, that was a perfect throw by Goff. Like if, if if Reynolds takes one step to the inside of the field, six points. That game's over. But that that's some missed opportunities that they've got to get. The Vikings game, something that beyond the missed field goal and the great field position, is that. They're relying on the field goal kicker way too early in games, and they need to go punch that into the end zone and get it done. Red zone offense. There you go. Is go big. touchdowns. We watched it in twenty-two nothing. Should a game should have been over and halftime. Jeff Risen. The one reason yeah. why they were in that Philadelphia game: four touchdowns and four red zone appearances. There you go. That's what how I, you what do I'm it. just saying. That's yeah. what I, you know. Risden's in studio from LionsWire.com. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff R I S D O N. Lions Insider does a hell of a job on the Detroit Lions podcast. Search that on YouTube. You can watch that uh, every week. If you have a Lions question for us, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. So we have another week of NFL action starting tonight. Uh, Get in on it. If you're a new customer, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code HUGE. When you sign up and those new customers can bet just $5 on either team tonight, who do you like, Dolphins or the Bengals? If your team wins, you win $200 in free bets on a $5 bet. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets if your team wins tonight or Sunday or Monday. Okay? $5 bet on any team to win, and if they win, you get $200 in free bets. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Why bet on football anywhere else except for DraftKings? If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. More conversation with Risden this hour on the Lions and the rest of of the NFL after this network TO. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app today and sign up. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses... 
you're still going to get $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and exciting customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99 or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Remember, uh, if you miss any interview, any hour, uh, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, iHeart. And more, just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. You also can search The Huge Show on the iHeart app and listen live weekdays at 3. And we have our free stream uh, weekdays 3 until 6 p.m. at thehugeshow.net. So listen online. And Superfly puts together the all-night, all-day replay. Every night, 6 p.m. until the next show airs. The entire three hours repeats at thehugeshow.net, the all-night all day replay and all weekend replay from the Friday show to Monday. So well done, Superfly. It is time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. This weekend, Michigan State at Maryland. Uh, you also have Michigan, Iowa, and the Lions and the Seahawks on Sunday, and all the TVs at all brands locations. Uh, for the one close to you, go to brands.com. You will find a brands in Bay City for our listeners. 
on 100.9 FM. Brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids, if you listen on 96.1 The Game. Brands in Cascade, east of GR. Johnny Brands in Granville and Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids, right off of US 131. And the Brands in Holland on James. Off of US 31, if you tune in on WHTC on Michigan's West Coast. So check out all the games uh, this weekend, even the Dolphins and the Bengals tonight on all the TVs and old brands, Steakhouse and Girls. And remember, you can have your favorites delivered uh, to work or at home. Uh, you can pick up, take out, or have all of the brands menu delivered to you. Go to brands.com. That is brands.com. Uh, and enjoy everything off the menu. World-famous sizzling sirloin steak, baked potato, salad, and the yeast rolls with the cinnamon butter. I know where I'm going tonight. To Brands. Getting me a filet. They still have the best steak in town. They really do. Go to Brands.com and enjoy Michigan at Iowa, Michigan State at Maryland, and the Seahawks and the Lions in the bounce-back game Sunday at Ford Field on all the TVs. At all brands locations, I want to give a shout out to Johnny Brand Sr., Mike Brand Sr., Mike Brand Jr., uh, Liz Stegaheis, Sean Stegaheis, and the crew at all brands locations. Appreciate the partnership, the love, and we have enjoyed our longtime partnership. Big, bad, huge.